This is your boy Room Prime. Thank you for lending me your ears for however long this podcast will last tonight. Once again, I want to thank each and every one of you listening. Uh, again, without y'all, like, I'll just be someone on the internet talking to a microphone. Um, even if it's one person two people listening i am grateful because at least what i'm trying to say is reaching someone's ears and i'm not here to tell you uh tell you what to think i'm just here trying to give you a point of view and maybe my point of view is similar to yours. Maybe it's completely different. That's fine. Um, the last thing I want to do is to tell people how to think. I'm not here to control people. I'm not a tyrant. And especially in this day and age, we've been taught to believe so many things. We're, we're not even in control of our own actions we are guided to to just bob about on this planet to bob about in the matrix as someone coined it and i've been noticing a lot of that lately in my personal life being around people and you know being around you know friends family and, and just you know, I people watch, and one of the things I notice is that, oh man, if people took a t- took the time to just stop what they're doing and just think, just think for a little bit. Um, but it's really scary to actually be in charge of 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 your own faculties to just stop and have that mental awareness. Because when you think, when you stop and think, it's like, whoa. Everything starts spinning. You you don't know what's going on because, like, you're in charge of the will. You're holding the will. And a lot of people, they do not want to be in charge of their own destiny. They'd rather just be an autopilot or have someone tell them what to do. And that's one of the things in the Matrix. They want you to just follow the rules, be an obedient drone, uh, consume, consume, buy, 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 spend, 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 you know? 
and there's been a lot of rumblings about uh, two people in particular, and that's what the podcast is going to be based on, and just giving my my thoughts, my takes on on what they said, and, and just try to give context. At the end of the day, they can speak for themselves. I ain't talking for them. They have a, a, right, a, a wide reach. But I think we've just been conditioned to... We've been conditioned to not care about context. We've been conditioned to only care about feelings and never mind the facts and never mind any accountability, any responsibility, any and any consequences. And... Uh, those people are Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate, and I'm gonna discuss the the interview part of the interview because that that podcast that Piers Morgan did with uh, Jordan Peterson was uh, whew, it was long, but that that clip is um that that one clip is. It's just it's very telling, and, and we're going to hear it. And also another clip, actually a few clips from Andrew Tate, because he says something that, of course, rubbed people the wrong way. And listen, I only found out about Andrew Tate about a month ago, like right when he got canceled, and then I went to see what he said and what he said First of all, I've I've come from a generation where we we say things and we're a little more vulgar or a little bit more direct. But I'm just like Jesus Christ. Why are people so damn sensitive? Why are people so caught up on their feelings? Why can't people just take a step back and just listen? And and I think that's the main thing. That's one of the main uh, problems is that people don't listen. They just wait to talk. They they don't they don't listen to hear. They just wait until the person's finished talking so they could just talk. And listening is a very important skill. And, and and there's a lot of people that do not know how to listen, do not know how to take information in because information goes in and goes out, just input, output. They don't even know how to process and, and use rhetoric and logic. It just goes in like a just water just water, not even through a sieve, just just flowing water. Nothing is stopping it. Nothing is is filtering it out. It's just loop, you know. And to me, to me, it just shows that people don't know how to listen, and people are too wrapped up in their phones. All right. So those are the topics we're gonna be talking about today, and hopefully this doesn't go too long. And, and try and keep my composure 
because this is a lot of things. Oof. But again, this is my therapy. And without you, this uh, show is just, again, me talking to a microphone, so I do appreciate that. Uh, once again, uh, this podcast, you can find the Room Prime podcast on all major digital platforms. Um, I'm trying to work on getting uh, my stuff onto like YouTube and TikTok real soon. Uh, trying to uh, format things uh, correctly and just streamline so that way I can just put them out there. But definitely, I want to take advantage of that algorithm because the the TikTok algorithm is is something to behold. And even though there's a lot of degenerate, just just left us, you know, I want to take advantage. I want to get in there for, for better or worse, you know, for better or worse, there, there will be cars going down my, my block, but for better or worse, um, TikTok is, is definitely a place to, to be, but also not only just, uh, you know, play, you know, main social media, you know, the established tech, you know, social media platforms. Also, you know, alt tech. And you got Rumble, you got Odyssey, you got locals, like those those places. We also have to use them as well because just relying on YouTube and, and listen, YouTube, TikTok, these places, they're great for getting your message out there, but depending on what message you got, those people, you know, controlling, monitoring, controlling, they might they might not like what certain people have to say. And especially on Twitter. Oof. And that's my reason why soon I wanna have all my stuff mirrored to uh all these alt tech platform because got nothing to lose you know and we got to spread our message out there and just just put myself out there more and i think this is the way to go and any smart person will tell me you gotta you gotta go on tiktok you gotta be on these other platforms can't just do audio only so yeah uh and the website, I know I haven't been plugging in the website. I know I have been plugging in the website. Um, like, I'm trying not to abandon it. I want to salvage it. But I think in the future, I'm just going to simplify it. Um Definitely, it will be simplified. I just got to find the time, maybe hire someone. And all is fell, just do it myself. Because uh, sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? Uh, besides where you can find me at and where I will be soon, uh, Twitter, Mr. Room Prime. And that's basically the only... Uh, uh, I'm basically on Twitter, Mr. Room Prime and Room Prime Media. Um, but I will be on other platforms really soon. Just uh, a thing called real life. <laughs> um, 
I find that when you when you go about running multiple accounts, it ain't easy running multiple accounts by yourself. Um, that's why you have a, a lot of people that are famous, they have a big following, they have social media managers. They have people that run their websites, run their, their social media accounts that edits and uploads their videos. Like that, that is a that that is a thing. Um, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I, I hope to be there yet. Just gotta put in, you know, put in the work. But uh, the day when I when I get to that point is gonna be marvelous. But I'm I welcome the hard work. So uh, that's good too. I'm in. I'm in talking you guys zero off. So Jordan Peterson. I've been seeing this uh, go and, you know, go around social media. Oh, Jordan Peterson's crying about incels, you know, crying for incels. And again, context, I'm, obviously I'm going to play the video and just give my take. When... And when a person just browsing by, when they when they just see oh, this this guy crying over crying for incels, and then you hear you hear the definition that's been given, you know that's been given, and just people we gotta remember, ladies and gentlemen, people do not know the meaning of most words. People don't read. People don't have much comprehension because they just getting their bits of information just as it goes. You know, when you, let's say you're, you're waiting for the bus and then another a bus on the other side of the street is speeding down and you're trying to read like what's on the billboard. That's how people get their information nowadays. They don't stop and read. I mean, listen, the bus is speeding so you can't exactly stop the bus so you can read what's you know the advertisement but this this analogy holds true because people do not take the time to read and it's understandable people got so many things to juggle but i find if you have the time to watch reality tv to gossip about your coworkers, your neighbors, all this other stuff. Watch, you know, who's getting who's getting snuffed, who's getting uh, knocked out on the world star hip hop. You have some time, at least a few minutes of your time, to you know dig a little deeper. If people take the time to get their priorities, you know, take their priorities in order, then they'll get the context of most. Most most things, but but then is with how media and I don't trust mainstream media. I do not trust the mainstream media. Uh, the mainstream media is just designed is more uh, predictive programming, manipulation, and just just outright is lies, just outright misinformation. But they claim that they're the bastions of truth. But anyway. So I'm going to play this. 
this clip here. So let's share. Let's share the screen here. All right. There we go. And we'll... Yeah. All right. Here we go. I've got to wrap it up. I don't want to, but I have to. Uh, I want to ask you just quickly, uh, the film director, Olivia Wilde, has a new movie out, which yeah. is, she says is based on you, this insane man, this pseudo-intellectual hero to the incel community, incel being these weirdo loner men uh, who are... You know, Oh, hold on. This, this is what I don't like. Is when people get called crazy or weirdos and lonely loners. Like that. That's that's the thing that this isn't. It's not just about the name calling. Because when people name call you. All it is is just, it's just a way to dehumanize you, just to you know put you down, to put you in a category. And with men, like, listen, I'm, I'm, I speak for most men when when I say that it's okay to be a little weird, just as long as you're not creepy. You can be different. There's nothing wrong with being, you know. A loner. I am a loner. I am a loner because A, I don't like being around people, even though I like talking to people, but being around a lot of people, I don't prefer. And also because people tend to be very untrustworthy, very envious, jealous. And I'm just not, you know, I don't have time for that. I just, I'd rather be alone, less headache. Yeah, my, my group of friends, nothing wrong with, with being, you know, alone or being just, just being by yourself, just liking your own solitude, being a little weird, a little out there, nothing wrong with that. And I'm sorry that not every guy is able to attract, you know, women that look like Olivia Wilde, for example. Like, it's just a problem that men are expected. They have the burden of performance. Like, men had to perform no matter what. No matter what, men had to perform. And if they don't, something's wrong with them. Oh, if you're not grabbing, uh, you know, eights, nines, and tens, something was wrong with you. If you're not having sex, something is wrong with you. You must be an incel weirdo. And, and to me, when... Piers Morgan and then other people, just other people in general, when they just say, when they just name call, it just shows that they're very ignorant. And instead of understanding, hey, like, why, why these men, like, there, there has to be, there has to be an issue here. Like, why, why all of a sudden this, this term incel, uh, and I'm I'm gonna give you the origin of 
the word inside when it came from because people need to know this context. A lot of people do not know uh, about the context. They just they use a word that they 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 learn a new word and they just run with it, not knowing the context of it, or they just use a definition that other people use. <clears throat> Excuse me, because they do not they do not have context. They just run with information that. Nine times out of ten is incorrect, or they don't have the whole picture. Despicable in many ways. Is that you? Are you the intellectual hero to these people? Sure. Why not? You know, um, people have been after me for a long time by because I've been speaking to disaffected young men. You know what a terrible thing to do that is. All right. When he said this, when I was originally listening to this, it, it's like it's it's wild, no pun intended. It's wild that someone is trying to help men who are or trying who who are just lost in the world and they're getting beat down. They're getting called, you know, incel. They get called misogynist. They get called weirdos, creeps. You know, all these words, all these names, all, all these negative things. And they're so lost in the world. And they're trying to find purpose. And for Jordan Peterson to be that person to, to say, hey, like, let me help. Let me tell you what, ne what needs to be done. Let me tell you how, how to navigate this world and how to avoid the pitfalls. And it seems like that's a bad thing because guess what? There are a lot of men who are in this position or just lost trying to find their way. And the only way out that they feel is the, is the right way is to off themselves. Is to commit suicide. And when you have women, people like Olivia Wilde, just saying, "Wow, Jordan Peterson's helping out the, these men, the, these incels." It's it's bad. Like, how dare you try to you know save men and prevent them from killing themselves? How how dare you? Uh, be that voice and a, and a figure to these people, you know, these men, to to just better their, better their lives, so they can crawl and, and climb out of that hole of of depression. Like how how dare you? And it's funny to me that you you have these people that are just basically saying. What, what you're doing is is wrong, is bad. Help helping people, helping them from, you know, you know, getting off that ledge, making their lives better, to navigate into this world for them to have some purpose, that that's wrong. But mind you, if if a female if females were getting marginalized and they were the ones who were who were committing suicide at high numbers, then they'll, this will be 
like, oh my God, like how, how, how dare Olivia Wilde say, uh, say this? But you see, there's a double standard because men have the burden of performance. And if they don't perform, they get ridiculed, they get, they get outcast, they get ostracized. And more and more we're, we're seeing that. We're seeing that men are just, they just fed up. And many just find a way out of all this is just to end their lives. But again, mental, uh, mental health for men uh, doesn't mean shit to people like Olivia Wilde and, you know, and, and other people. They don't care about it. The same, the same people, the same celebrities, all these people that talk about mental health and the stand the other, they don't mean it. They, they really don't mean it. And I'm only 30, 37 seconds in this video. Jesus Christ. Thought the marginalized were supposed to have a voice. It's making you emotional to talk about it. Well, God, you know. It's very difficult to understand how demoralized people are. And certainly many young men are in that category. And you get these casual insults, these, these incels. What does it mean? It's like, well, these men, they're... They don't know how to make themselves attractive to women who are very picky and good for them. Women like be picky. That's that's your gift, man. Yeah. And listen, there's nothing wrong with trying to find the the best someone that, that you want. The the best qualities that you're looking for is nothing wrong with that. But I, I do find issue. I do find issue when it's okay for women to have these ridiculous high expectations from men, but yet, you know, females, they, they could be out of shape. They could be, you know, uncomped, terrible hygiene, no job, bunch of kids, you know, no no aspirations, no no goals. They don't bring them to the table. And listen, your 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 vagina and your ass is not enough when it comes to finding a mate to you know to have a family with and to build something with. Like just sex ain't enough. You know that should be. That should be the icing on the cake. It shouldn't be, you shouldn't be giving me the the tub of frosting because what I'm going to do, where, where's the cake? I mean, there, there's some people, me included, I used to go and, and, and dip the spoon in, in the uh, the frosting. But then I figured, yo, this ain't filling. I'm still hungry. Like, what what's more you have to offer for me on the table? You know? And there's a lot of women who, who who just say, "Oh, I have I have this. I have my assets." Like, okay, cool, but what else? But they have the nerve to say, "Well, you know, men don't have nothing to offer the table. They they gotta have X, Y, and Z. They gotta have you know 
that 666, they got to have uh, six figures, six feet, you know, six cars, six pack abs, <laughs> you know, they got to have all that. They got to, most men don't have all those qual all those qualifications, maybe one, maybe two, but they don't have all of them. And again, nothing wrong with having standards, nothing wrong with having a preference or a type, but this double standard is an issue to why everything's so skewed. Demand high standards from your men, fair enough. But all these men who are alienated, it's like they're lonesome and, and, and they don't know what to do and everyone piles abuse on them. When she said that, Olivia Wilde, it, it stung you, didn't it? I saw the oh, reaction. by that time, you know, that as far as, as criti critiques go, that was kind of low level. I mean, once I got painted as Red Skull, you know, magical super Nazi. And so Olivia Wilde, uh, in her movie, Don't Worry Darling, she, the main villain of the movie is basically a Jordan Pearson-like like figure. And basically, Red Skull from the, uh, the Captain America movie, the first Avenger, Red Skull is basically a, you know, Nazi. He's a super Nazi. So there we go again. When in doubt, you use these same terms. Oh, misogynist. Oh, he's cons. And it's like, there we go again. All these terms. This this person, this person is a is a misogynist. He he hates women. Oh, he he's a Nazi. Oh, because you know he's conservative. So yeah, that makes him a Nazi. It's just the, these these low ball and what Jordan Pearson said. Yeah, it's low. It's just. You know, on the, below the boat is kind of just kind of low because these people have no argument when it comes to just about having a disagreement. They have no argument whatsoever. All they do is name call. All they do is ridicule. All they do is put down because in their view, they want this feminist utopia. They want all, all the benefits, all the rewards, with none of the consequences. It's insane that th this is the mentality of, of these people. It's just it's lunacy. It's straight lunacy. And they've been conditioned, they've been brainwashed to believe that a feminist utopia is a thing and that men... In order for, for men to be men nowadays in this day and age, it's just to have their balls cut off, to not not be men. And and that's what they want. They want they want men to just be castrated either literally or chemically. They don't want men to be men. They don't want men to, to reproduce and and 
and continue the lineage. I don't want men to to build. I don't want men to to create. I don't want men to exhibit masculinity because they call something that that is the main reason why we have this society. We have uh, buildings. We have sewer lines, we have electrical grids, we have nuclear power plants, we have uh, railroad systems, we have you know communications, all these things that have been built, all these skyscrapers, is because of masculinity. Because I'm sorry, and this is going to sound uh, misogynist, but... I don't see a a whole gang of women building a tall skyscraper or working these jobs that no one wants to work in. We have to do these dangerous jobs that no one wants to do. We got to put up with all the abuse, put all all the strain in our bodies. Then we got to do with all the abuse that we see and we hear from everyone we we hear it in the media, we hear it in entertainment, we hear in everything that men are trash. Being lectured. Oh, men men love to mansplain. Men all men do, all they want is is, is to is to have sex and, and assault women. All all these things. At, at a point in time when men just get just browbeating it and just just dealing with the with the just with the the verbal and mental abuse just when just been just being called worthless you you think that that isn't gonna weigh on a man you think that yeah it's okay it's like no because we we got taught as men to get over it do your job don't complain you know, it it's just so, it's just so backwards. It's just so backwards. And me seeing Jordan Peterson just, just get emotional. And, and listen, men should not cry in public. But I understand. I, I totally understand why. Because he feels so passionate about this. Because A, A is his profession. The B, he sees the marginalization. He sees just the, the abuse that men get. And this whole feminist uh, movement, all this stuff, is just, it's just a way to get men and women fighting with each other. And then you introduce the, you know, the, the trans agenda in the mix. You, you have the trans agenda or you have... Uh, men transitioning to women, but never you, you, it's never a big deal when a woman transitions to a man, but more of a big deal when a man transitions to a woman. Because men become more respected when, when they become women. Those women have more, let's say, more rights. They, they, have, they have the edge. Because again, no accountability, no responsibility, and no consequences. 
But again, we as men, we have, we have the the burden of performance. We we have to have all these things. We have to have a a successful career. We need to have you know bank. We need to look good. We need to to drive you know nice luxury cars. We need to have our stuff. We need to have a you know house. All these things. All these things we need to have from from the rip. Women don't. We we have we cannot we dare not have these standards because then we're we're painted as misogynists. Oh, we we have an issue. We have a, a difference of opinion. All oh, misogynist. You're a man. You're a man hater. You're a misogynist. You're, you're uh, this dataphobe. It's just all the names, all the terms you, you get called. It's it's just like, really, really. Like to me, when I hear when I hear something called a misogynist or whatever, I'm like, okay. All right, what did he say? And then I hear what he said, and it's like, that's it. These are telling the truth. These are telling the truth. Um, he he didn't say anything wrong. It's just that it's not socially acceptable to speak out and call out the hypocrisies of of feminism and 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 wokeness. And just calling out women's behavior. You know? But at the end of the day, Jordan Peterson, the way, you know, the reason why he got emotional is because, of course, incel weirdos. It's just, to me, to me, when someone gets emotional, that means that it, it just affects them deep in their soul when they constantly hear the the just just the mental abuse the men the young men the, the rate of of young men that are getting uh that that just committing suicide is it's insane and no one talks about it because, of course, we're taught as men not to talk about our feelings. As men, we're not talk about we're not taught to uh, just reach out because if we were to reach out, we'll be classified as weak. If we show any emotions, we're, we're weak. Any any cry for help? Oh, you're weak. You're a man. You're supposed to. Figure it out. Get over it. But we don't have that same luxury. We don't have that support system. It's not sociably acceptable. It doesn't look right for a man. Like, if he cries, if he shows emotion, if he complains, if if he shows, you know, hurt, he's not a man. But then we're taught at the same time that being a man is toxic so what what like this 
double standard, oxymoronic, just way of things and, and, and the society is insane. You can't show emotion. You can't cry. You can't ask for help because you're weak. Men aren't weak, but then being a man is frowned upon. They want us with our, our balls chopped off and dyeing our beards, dyeing our hair, you know, having a, you know, high-pitched voices, just weak, flabby arms. It's just, it's crazy. There's men out here committing suicide, and yeah, yeah, uh, people that are trying to to help other men, yeah, they're evil. They're, they're Nazis. But others that are making fun of incels, and, and, and listen, there's some weird people out there. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the men who are been browbeaten, have been just put through the ringer through society because of the performance, so the burden of performance. They expect that they're growing up in this world and they're already expected to have A, B, and C. Those are the men I'm talking about. The weirdos out here who who just who have lost it, not talking about them. Some are too far gone to, to save, but they're ones who are worth saving. And those are the ones that Jordan Peterson are trying to save, uh, that he's talking to, that he's helping. And yet that's wrong. That that's that's wrong, I, I guess, right? Uh it's uh to me it's just it's an indication that the, the war on on men and masculinity and just on manhood it, it's it's been in full effect and it, and it's reaching crazy heights. Because then on the other side you have women think that yeah, we're we're liberated, we can do all these things. Nah, listen, ladies. You're getting shafted too. And then that way, you ladies are getting shafted because y'all think that this is, yeah, this is party time, this is time. No. By y'all being stripped of any responsibility, accountability, uh, being taught, yeah, you got to be, you know, you got to be a, a, a boss bitch. You got to be out there, you know, working until you until your into your mid 40s early 50s and you're alone you have no family yeah that that that's how you stick it to men that's how you stick it to men no they want you to be working not using your 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 true feminine powers to nurture to take care of your family be by your man's side to nurture your children, nurture your man, take care of him, be be that that foundation for your man, for your family. They don't want that. They they just want they just want uh party girls uh in their fifties still while they have a career and everything. It's it's just it's just wild that y'all not seeing what's going on. They're getting the men and the women, and they're splitting them apart. 
then you have the trans agenda is that as well so that way the women can again fight for rights because you have the men transitioning to women and then they're going in and all in all these sports all all of these uh avenues where women are trying to to get in that they're in and the trans you know the trans uh men into female they're going in and dominating and yet you guys wanted that because you didn't want to be called transphobic i don't want to be called out your name so yeah let it happen and now look and then it's just a a a triangle of division and misery and 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 and, and just heartache so yeah the the social programming of men and women being divided, the whole incel, uh, toxic masculinity, then you have women's liberation, all, yeah, free, you know, abortions for everyone. Uh, I can I can be a career woman. I don't I don't need no man, this, that, and the other, and the transgender. Yeah, it's it's going great. It's really going great. I, uh, again, when people want they clamor for for something. They want it so bad, and when they get it, they're gonna be like, "Oh man, like I, sh- I don't want this." But yeah, just just to summarize, I sympathize. I understand Jordan Peterson where he's coming from. The fact that he 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 cried, even though men shouldn't cry in public you know with, with, with your boys or by yourself cool but never in public because of course we as men if we are seen showing emotion we're weak but the fact that he's showing emotion he cares because there's so many men young men out there who are killing themselves because they they've been bombarded they've been They've been given the burden of performance. You got to do this. You got to do that. If you don't do this, if you don't have these things, then you're not a man. You're you're getting bombarded with with different forms of media telling men, telling these young men, "Oh, you're 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 nothing. You're a piece of garbage. You hate women automatically. You hate women. You you don't believe in women's rights. Oh, you just just everything." everything you bombarded with these young men are bombarded with so much crap and they just like yo i just want to i just want to live my life find my purpose like i'm already being told that i'm that i hate women like just getting over and over and over with the abuse and he he that's the reason why he showed emotion is the reason why he, he broke down i don't blame him and being called a, a, a super Nazi for trying to help men, you know, climb off of the ledge so they don't jump. If that's evil, I don't know what's good. All right, so next, New York Post. Got the New York Post here. Let's see. 
you got the NYP. Okay, from the New York Post. Published today, October 1st of 2022. Screw her. Megyn Kelly bashes Olivia Wilde for her portrayal of Jordan Peterson in a new movie. See. Oh, and I'm sorry, it was published yesterday, September 30th. Apologies about that. Uh, Megan Kelly lashed out at director Olivia Wilde for making Jordan Peterson out to be a demon in her new film. Former Fox News primetime star reacted on her podcast to a recent interview in which Wilde says she based Chris Pine's character Don't worry, darling, on Peterson, the controversial Canadian author and psychiatrist. This guy, Jordan Peterson, is someone that legitimizes certain aspects of the inside world because he's a former professor, he's an author, he wears a suit, so they feel like he's a real real philosophy. He's a real philosophy that should be taken seriously, the film director said. While 38 describes themselves as disenfranchised, Mostly white men who believe they're entitled to sex for women. And I'm going to stop right there. It's crazy that it, lately I've been binge-watching um, House. This is where I I found Olivia Wilde. And she plays her role in, in, in Dr. House, in series House, as uh, Remy Hadley. AKA 13. And I was like, yo, she's a fucking fantastic actor. Good, good facial, uh, a good actor, good actress. If you don't have good facial reactions on cue, if you don't have that presence on screen, if you don't, if you don't have that, that, that chemistry, that charisma, yeah, you're, you're not a good actor. And she is. But the fact that now in 2022, She's just on the, this feminist train, just again piling on and on on men. She says, describes incels as disenfranchised, mostly white men who believe in entitled uh, sex from women. Wrong. Like when I hear all this incel talk, and the fact that. These people believe, and, and listen, there are men out there. Yeah, there are men out there, and there's a small percentage that believe they're entitled to sex. But the fact that she just lumps all, all these men who are in the incel category, and this is the problem. We, we love to prejudge people with our own ideals. We love to put people in categories, put people in boxes, and just leave them there. And then when when people get angry and they say, hey, wait a minute, you're wrong, they want to suddenly, you know, cry, oh, no. Like, how, how dare, you know, how dare people say this, even though I said an opinion, I, I, I said something, I said an opinion, and I just, I just put it there. And I didn't I didn't expect to get attacked. It's like when people just put others in categories, 
Like, I have issue with that. And the fact that she says, well, this guy, Jordan Peterson, is someone that legitimizes certain aspects of, of incel movement because he's a foreign professor. So, I mean, the fact that he he's a psychiatrist, that's his job. And all, he, he wears a suit. And it's like, what what is what is the issue wearing a suit? Just just low, just just reaching. Oh, he wears a suit, so they think he's a real philosophy. It, it's philosophy that should be taken seriously. Oh, he like, come on. So the fact that he's helping people is is the is bad. The fact that he's going around helping young men who are, you know, disenfranchised, who have just been just trying to find purpose in life because they've been taught by people like you and all of society, all aspects of society that men are trash. That's just your trash because you're you are a male, you are a piece of garbage. Again, like I said before, if if that's evil, if that's Nazi behavior, then I don't know what what is. It's just insane. And again, the term incel has been just used and abused to death. Because, and I'm gonna get back to, I'm gonna get back to this. There's, there's a TikTok video from um, Megan Kelly from her podcast. Where is it? There we go. We'll we'll come back. We'll we'll come back to this. Where did the word incel come from? Okay. Where did the word incel meaning involuntary celibate come from? Well, it's not from where you might imagine. The word came from a movement invented by Elena, a 43-year-old management consultant and artist from Toronto. She wanted to create a group where people who remain celibate, often involuntary, can have a space to discuss and remove the stigma around celibacy. All right. Then I'm going to read this part. Elena turned to, turned the site over to people she thought would continue her work. She had no idea that the manuscript would twist her work because, uh, excuse me, twist her work and be used as a rationalization for mass murder. What set Roger apart from the other virgin killers, as Headline dubbed them, was that he left an extensive digital footprint in the internet world dedicating men, dedicating two men complaining about their solo state. He even argued for a revolution of male incels. We can, we can't solve our problems. We must destroy our problems. One day incels will realize their true strength in numbers and overthrow the oppressive feminist system. Start, uh, start envisioning a world where women fear you. See, this, this 
is the reason why people are running with the term incel because you got because of this. Because of that. And I remember um, Elliot Roger when he went and killed a whole bunch of fucking people. And I was like, yo, this guy, he's not ugly. He's wealthy, but the thing is, it's a little fucking weird. You know? And it's from instances of, of, of certain men going around committing, you know, mass murder. Now men who, who, who don't get any tail. And they're not going around killing people. They're just not getting any tail. They're not, they're not with someone. They're just called incel. So you're basically saying that men who who are alone, who are loners, who who aren't in a relationship, they're gonna be ma- they're gonna be mass murderers because uh, they can't get any, and they feel like women should just have sex with them. Like that's what they're basically saying. That that's what these people that are using this term willy nilly. And words are fucking powerful. Again, I'm not condoning or excusing the acts of, of these, of these, you know, these evil people. But when we just blanket, we just blanket ter- use a term on, on a on the male population that that aren't, you know, having sex or aren't in a relationship, that's very telling of what. These people think of men. It's so, and you know, watching people review She-Hulk, the one thing I seen just based on hearing people's reviews on on the show, that the writers, which majority of them are women, they have penis envy, and yet there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with women in you know, in media, in Hollywood, just bashing men at every every chance they get. Men are either evil, rapists, murderers, sadists, or they just dumb. And when you see it all the time, you know, you hear that from, from other people, you hear that from women. Don't you think that, damn, like, why are they all saying this? Like, it makes you think, like, Jesus Christ. You know? And it's just the, these few bad eggs. These few bad eggs. Right? That are that, that did these horrible things that kill people. So we're just going to blanket everyone. Like, all, all men that can't get laid, they're like this. To me, it just shows that it just shows that these people are these people that are just using these terms. They're just pieces of garbage. So let's go back. Let's go back to the post article. 
See, and it sucks because Olivia, Olivia Wilde, she's attractive. She's fucking attractive. I remember watching her in house when she was introduced. I was like, wow, they this this lady is hot, and she, you know, she was young back then. It's like she's she's like in, in her twenties. It's like she's fucking hot. Good actress too. And I'm just like, and now I'm hearing about, you know, about her now. I'm like, damn. But of course, I can't be surprised because it's Hollywood at the end of the day. They had the same mentality. And the thing is, you know, she she's a straight white female. So that's why people are, you know, just critiquing the movie, they're criticizing the movie, you know, because if she was a person of color, she wouldn't be, uh, you know, she wouldn't be criticized, you know. So that's where she she clapped back. It's just, uh, like, man, let's let's watch this video. Let's watch this video. Um, let's see. Let's, let's watch this video. All right. Here we go. 19. Men accounted for 80% of all suicide deaths in America. 80%. And they also, the studies also show that um, a majority of American men who die by suicide have no known history of mental health problems because they don't talk about them. They don't, they, it's not that they don't have any mental health problems. They don't talk about them. And when they do try to talk about them and like Jordan Peterson, listen to Jordan Peterson, subscribe to Jordan Peterson or anybody else speaking out about these issues, they get attacked. They get featured in an Olivia Wilde movie as some sort of demon. So screw her as somebody who was at the inception of the Me Too movement. I think I can say what those of us who were there at the beginning. And by the way, Olivia Wilde, you were not one of them. Okay, you were not there. Um, it was about just stopping men from making sexual favors at the office, a condition of advancement. Everyone agrees with that. Men agree with that. Women agree with that. It was never meant to bastardize men writ large. That's what people like her are doing. And it's having a serious negative effect. In All right. That's from Megan Kelly herself from her podcast and yeah the, the whole thing with the mutual movement was to stop sexual advances and the workforce and then it's turned into it just morphed into oh we're we're just going to make up lies about men and get them canceled and then now with 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 you know the whole incel thing now you're just using that term to just bash men. And th this this has been a trend for the longest time. Excuse me. This has been a trend for the longest time. You take there's something there's something that's that means well, something to you know, to help. Men or women, for example, need to help women in the workforce. 
then it's morphed into, yeah, we're just going to use this to cancel men. They, feminists hijacked the Me Too movement to just destroy men's lives. Then the whole incel trend, they took a few bad apples that, commit, that committed mass murder, and they're going to lump. They're going to lump all men into that category. And and I don't blame Megyn Kelly for getting upset. Because people are getting tired of the constant man bashing. And if you don't see it's a problem, I don't know. You got to get your eyes checked. You got to get your ears checked. Because it's, 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 it's pretty out of hand. You have an opinion, oh, you're an incel. Oh, you have an opinion. Oh, you're racist. Oh, you have an opinion. Oh, you hate. Insert a group of people, a race of people, or or nationality of people here, or, or this group here. Like, we can never have. We can never have. Uh, a debate or a conversation without it going to. You hate this or you hate that. It to me, it just shows that feelings trump facts and logic with these people. And I'm glad Megan Kelly, you know, said what she said, and, and I'm glad that it was seen as anger from from people. This this true outrage, not this fake outrage. Oh, you don't like you don't like the show. You don't like the, this this stupid show that costs so much fucking money to create. Oh, you're a misogynist. Oh, you don't like this show. Oh, you hate black people. It's 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 fucking annoying. It's played out as lame. You know, if you like overly produced shows with bad scripts, cool. Don't call me an incel. Don't call me a misogynist. Don't call me a racist. I just don't like the show. Move on. You like the show? Watch. It's fine. And to me, I, I just I just get heated because I, I hear this all the time. I, I peep, you know, I peep things. I, I listen to a lot of stuff, and it's just enough is enough. Like enough is enough. Okay, now I'm gonna play a clip from. Uh, from Fresh and Fit's uh, podcast from a few months back. And it has to do with Andrew Tate. And we we all know that Andrew Tate got canceled because of what he said. And, of course, he's bounced back. But it's funny... They were so quick to cancel him like they did Alex Jones. Like, immediately, just just overnight, he was off of every platform. The main platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And, listen, people can, can say things and it, it could hurt oh man he said this and it hurt like i didn't like 
how he said it. But regardless of of how how I feel, or regardless of how people feel, when someone says a point, it's your job to either listen to it or don't listen to it. If you do listen to it, it's all about taking information, doing what you will with it, and just move on. The fact that people get so triggered by everything that anyone says, rather than just listening, it just shows that people don't know how to listen. They don't want to listen. They don't know the, the meaning to listen. They just wait for people to talk so they can just say whatever and they can get offended. And this is about depression. And he said that depression isn't real. Which, I listened to the clip and I watched like the full clip, but I found this shorter clip because I don't want this podcast to be like three hours long. Um, He basically explained why he feels depression isn't real. You, You can feel depressed, but you can't really be depressed. You know, and it's something he said is a state of mind. And a lot of problems that people have is just because, not because they're depressed, not because they are depressed. It's because they are unhappy with their lives. And then they'll just act irresponsible, you know, irresponsible. Rather than, hey, let me do something about it. We just instead just wallow in a hole that we created ourselves, make our lives worse, make our lives difficult. So I'm going to play the clip. Let me play it again. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. I love pancakes, but I know that if I eat too many pancakes, I'm going to get fat. I'm going to gain a lot of weight. I'm going to be sluggish. I'm going to I'm going to weigh more. I'm going to have to uh have to buy bigger clothing because of the fact that I gain weight. The clothes I have won't fit. And it's just crazy when, you know, he, he said this. I know people were just, just, oh, my God, how dare he say. And listen, I'm all about mental health. But a lot of people that claim that are out there, that claim that they're about mental health, that they care about people's mental health, they're full of shit. Because if you were about mental health, you wouldn't coddle people. You know, you'll try to be there for them and support them, but you wouldn't call them. You wouldn't enable them. 
and that's what this is basically what what we're seeing nowadays with all these movements is just about coddling instead of getting the right person for the job that's qualified we're just gonna coddle people oh no no we'll 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 give everyone a participation trophy we'll put every get, get everyone first place it's like no gotta put the right person for the job if you're if you're fat if you're broke if you're unhappy with your life you got to change it you can't have people calling you and enabling you like oh don't worry it's okay it's not that like you gotta be able to have it within you to change you can't just go through life being coddled uh being enabled because you're never going to be your true self and the society wants us men and there's, a, there's another set of segments I'm going to play from a Fresh and Fit podcast that I was listening to yesterday while I was at work. And he, Andrew Tate said a lot of things that just hit home. Just, just, just nail, just hitting, hitting the nail on the head every time that like he never misses. I was like, like, I resonate with this. I agree with this. This makes sense. This this is true. You don't have to like the guy. But if they say something profound, they say something that makes sense. I don't care if he's my friend or someone I don't like. If they say something that's true, say something that's logical, say something that resonates with, you know, resonates with me. I'm going to say, yeah, that person has a point. Move on, you know? Let's continue on. I mean, it's got a point. <laughs> Let me go back to that. The belief. The belief. And listen, is it this, like, I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about, you know the belief, just the 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 willpower, just speaking things into to existence, and also the fact that you gotta be a realist, of course. And 
a lot of people have their feelings. They're too much in their feelings. They're too much on 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 what ifs or what should be, you know. And to me, it really just hinders a lot of people. They believe, oh, no, there's no hope. Oh, we're all going to die. Oh, nothing's going to change. Rather than trying to better the situation, just, just work hard, find that that formula, that, 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 that hidden formula, you know. But he's the, the belief. And he also says something, because my favorite Street Fighter character is Dawson. Because uh, Dawson, uh, Dawson, his wind quotes, I don't actually, let me, let me put them up. Let me put them up here. Something that Andrew Tate brought up. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, he, <laughs> Dawson is my, one of my favorite characters. And his one quotes, they're just, when you think about it, it's like, oh shit, it's true. Let's see. see here uh, let me try to find that's like this one here let me blow it up here Like this one here is from Lost Quotes, Street Fighter to Super NES. Uh, okay, here we go. Ultra Street Fighter 2, Final Challenges. My bad. Without enlightenment, you are lost in darkness. Seek the light. There's a lot of people out here who are just, just lost in, in darkness and a lot of times, darkness that they've, you know, surrounded themselves and that they put themselves in. And rather than trying to, to find the light, they stay in the darkness because, well, well, it's nothing we can do. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fat. I'm depressed. I'm this and that. I can't get any women. Rather than just just doing something about it. They just stay in that darkness because it's just easy just to give up. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find that. There was one quote where he mentions that um, you, you believe, just paraphrasing, but you, he says, you believe that my fire is real. That the is the belief, because he his opponent thought that 
his fire was real, so that's why it burned him. And that's all is about is belief. It's, it's fucking belief. The the mind is a powerful thing. I gotta find. I gotta find. Uh, gotta find that quote. It's it's bothering me. It's bugging me because, um, yeah, it's it's, mm, it's it's killing me because. I know. Actually, hold up. Uh, let's see. Maybe it's maybe it's here. All right. Here we go. I gotta share the screen. Slow janky towards the end. All right, here we go. Win quote for you, but Dalsim is the alt. Throw that to a G, then it doesn't really fucking matter. Last one from me Ryu or Dalsim? Bro, that's hard. You know what? I like Ryu, but Dalsim is the ultimate G because if you watch the win quotes, if you read the win quotes from Dalsim, he has some genuine knowledge in there. Mm. Dalsim's win quotes will teach you shit. Uh, I think one of them, my favorite one is, my fire was just an illusion. It burnt you because you believed it was real. Sheesh. And I watched, I read that when I was a kid and I thought, how, that applies perfectly to the things I was just saying. Mm. What did I say about believing in things and how they can damage you? Saying all along, my fire was only an illusion. It burnt you because you believed it was real. Dalsim's a G, bro. Dalsim knows shit. So I, when I read that win quote, I started reading all his win quotes, and they're all absolutely not really true, and I like that. So Dalsim's the OG. Damn, fire. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm a Dalsim main and Street Fighter. You know, <laughs> say what you want. Is is a reason why I was drawn to Dalsim. Uh, since I was little, mm, excuse me, trying to, trying to go, all right, here we go, all right, so, now that I got that out of the way, I'm going to play this part of Freshman Fits Podcast to get more context of his depression is a real rant. So I'm gonna play it. And they've been trying to misconstrue what you say for the past year or so yeah. when you about the quote, depression isn't real. And they've been trying to interpret it in other ways to kind of make you look like a crazy person as usual, yeah. putting things out of context. Can you give people the definitive 
like what what you really mean when you say that we know but the audience yeah. may not absolutely i i said at the beginning of this stream i do not believe in things that take away power from me i only believe in things that make me more powerful as an individual now, I cannot deny that feeling depressed is real because every single human on the per planet sometimes feels depressed. Feeling depressed is real, but being a depressive or having depression is something else. I accept that if I do feel depressed or I do feel sad or I do feel negative, which is actually very rare for me, but if it does ever happen, I understand I'm human and it's the emotion I'm going through and it will pass. People who have depression believe that they have a disease that can't be fixed and can't be cured. You are handing your power away. You're giving your power to an outside source and you're saying that I have no control over this. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. You need to at least believe you have some degree of control. Mm. When I say depression isn't real, I'm not saying you don't feel depressed. I'm saying that you can fix it. It's not a disease that you caught from the sky. You can fix it by taking control of your own mind. Listen, I'll tell you right now, I don't know how to fly a plane. I don't know. But if I was in a plane and it was crashing and I was sitting in the pilot's chair, I would still hold on to the fucking gear stick or joystick or whatever it's fucking called. I'd hold on to it and try and move. Even though I don't know what I'm doing, I'd try and get some control over the scenario. I'm not going to give up and put my hands in the air and crash into a mountain. I would try and do something. I'm not the guy who relinquishes all his control to outside forces. I believe I have a lot of control and power within myself. So when I speak to depressed people, and they sit there and say, no, you don't understand. I have depression, I have depression, I have depression. You are, one, hypnotizing yourself to believe you have it. One. Yeah. Two, giving a bunch of power to this outside source instead of believing the power inside of yourself. And three, not just being realistic enough to know that I feel a certain way, and I feel this way because of my life circumstances. And if I change my life circumstances, perhaps my mindset might change. And, and that's why I say depression isn't real. The worst things on the planet could happen to me. I refuse to be a depressed person. I may, be, I may feel depressed for a day or I may feel depressive for a few hours, but I will never be a depressed person. I'm not the guy who walks with his fucking head down. I'm yeah. the guy who walks with my shoulders back and my chin up high. That's who I am as an individual, and I absolutely not refuse to change, and I cannot catch depression. All these people out here saying that depression is a disease. I can't fucking catch it. I'm immune. Because I'm living life, they're trying to attack me with everything they can. I can't catch depression. It's never happened, never fucking will. And I stand by that. I, another thing that's really important, I say this all the time, nearly every word that comes out of my mouth is self-hypnosis. Every word that comes out of my mouth is self-hypnosis. And it's the same for everybody watching this. Every single word you speak is self-hypnosis. Every single thing you say out of your own mouth is almost more important than the things you hear from other people. Amen. You can't be sitting there saying, I'm depressed. Uh, I got a generational curse. I'm unlucky, bro. You can't be saying these things because you're reaffirming them within your mind. I don't do that. And as many people are going to sit there and say, Tate, you're delusional, you're a narcissist. You go through the world saying you're super lucky and that you're, you're bulletproof and you can do all these crazy things. It's impossible for you to be depressed. You're a narcissist. Perhaps look at my life and look at yours. Yep. So let's talk about it from, let's look at it in pure metrics. Who's more, who came from a worse scenario at the start? Who had a worse background? Me. Who's now more successful? Me. Who's happier? Me. Who smiles more? Me. Who sleeps easy at night? Me. Why the fuck would I want to think like you? If, if, if thinking this way makes me a bad person, but I get fucking fantastic results from my entire life and everybody close to me gets fantastic results from knowing me and everybody close to me absolutely adores me, why would I want to adopt your thinking and be a sad fucking sack of shit sitting on the internet trying to cancel people like a dork? I don't want to be, I don't want to be my enemies. There's not a single enemy I have oh, that I'm remotely envious of in any regard. Every single one of Oh, look at that. This, this guy here, um, his, um, his uh, comment. And it's true. He says here, words are spells. Ever wonder why it's called spelling? It's just some fruitful thought there. But everything that Andrew Tate said, it makes sense. At the end of the day, it's self-hypnosis. 
it's the the belief if you keep repeating to yourself i'm depressed i'm depressed i'm i'm a loser i, I i'm not i'm not worthy i'm not worth it you're gonna believe it just like when you see all over media all over media people are saying men are, are pigs men are scum men are evil men are uh nazis men are misogynist pigs and these young men are going to believe it. And it's a lot of hypnosis, a lot of programming that's going on. And there's a way to break from that. And the way to break from that is, A, don't listen to people that have no control over your life. Number one. And again, what Andrew Tate said, he doesn't believe in things that, that take power away from him. And that separates just the average person from people like him, regardless of how you feel, you know, how, how he delivers things, you know, his, you know, his takes and stuff. The fact that you got to have a, a, a level of just a, a bit of narcissism. You got to have that level of belief, that level of assurance in yourself to, to be successful because you can't be a sad sack of shit and be successful. You can't just be lazy and expect to be successful. You got to have that within you. You got to have that spark. And yeah, you got to be just a little bit smidge, you know, just have a little bit of narcissism. You got to be a little bit, of, you got to have a little bit of arrogance. You know, and as I got older, I realized that, yeah, I need to be just a little bit arrogant, just a little bit narcissist because you build that belief in yourself that, yeah, I can do this. Like, I'm the one. Like, I believe in myself. We we can't just go around, you know, no, we can't do this anymore. No, it's like, no, you got to get out of that. And maybe I'm a bit more, you know, tame or calm in my delivery. But basically, I agree with what Andrew Tate says. It's just that he he just he just cuts through like a circle of saw. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people are just uh, so touchy feely because they don't like how. Uh, you know, they don't like when people say things that are just raw, just, just straight to the point. They no no kitty gloves, the straight knuckle to, to fist, excuse me, straight knuckle to, you know, to, to flush. You know, it, it's, it's not, he's not handling the, the kitty gloves, and that's why I respect him. You know, there's times where I'm just brutally honest, and people don't like that because something in them resonated with what I said and they took offense to it. It's like, I mean, it is what it is. But we have to have more belief in ourselves. We need to have, uh, we have to find the light. If we go around believing that we're in this, in this pit of darkness and that there's no way out rather than, hey, let's, 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 
be more positive. Let's be more realistic. Let's get out of this this pit and and find the light. If we don't go about thinking that way, even when times are bad, then forget about it. We'll we'll be stuck in that pit forever. That there'll be no way out. So at the end of the day, guys, we, we just gotta we just gotta understand that words are powerful. The the belief is real. The belief in 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 yourself is real. If you believe in things that take power away from you, guess what? You have no power. If you believe that Dawson's fire is burning you, then guess what? You can be burnt. It's the belief. It's that belief. Is that we gotta we gotta tap into we gotta we gotta stop believing and, and subscribing to everything that that's that the matrix has given us that people are telling us oh you're you're not worthy you're not worth it just a piece of garbage you're a sad sack we have to believe in ourselves that we can better our our life situations so. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. That's all I have to say, uh, guys. Please, if you if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast, you are the MVP. Um, I'll, I'm gonna try to just just upload this super fast. Uh, got a busy day, busy weekend, but remember, if you appreciate this, uh, you know, the show, please consider. Uh, leaving me a, a rating on social on the uh, podcast hosting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate podcasts. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter, and that's twitter.com slash Mr. Boom Prime. Also, uh, soon, 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 I'll try my best to upload content elsewhere. Just been crazy but i will do it um definitely follow me on twitter definitely support the room prime podcast and that being said i've been room prime enjoy your weekend and we'll see you next week later peace I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind.